goes on he describes what is happening in the movie <laughs> that's all that's all he does he doesn't really give background information and he's watching terminator dark fate and he's like oh and uh she has been equipped with this ability to make her breasts larger and you know some men like big breasts some men like little breasts and he's just going to describe oh the whole i understand scene. this scene so much better now arnie thank yeah, you yeah oh, it's so funny uh, that's brilliant i recommend you check it out <laughs> Episode 25 of Straight to Series. Five. My name's Connor. I'm Ian. And uh, yeah, welcome. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Like, like subscribe, subscribe. All that good stuff. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. Get on it. Get on it. It. All right. So last week we had our Halloween extravaganza. So a bit later. The Shining Special. The Shining Special. Uh, but a bit later we'll be getting into Doctor Sleep. But for now, we move over to our favorite part of every week well ian's My favorite, favorite the box office Ooh, the numbers i get to turn into rain man yes because i'm severely autistic it is true it makes him really good at all the production but socially he's lackluster uh, have you finished talking yes i have finished talking <laughs> um yeah joker is destroying destroying the billion dollar baby from the looks of it it looks like it Warner Bros. is onto a winner. They certainly are for the first time in a while. Um, well, actually, is that fair to say? Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Shit, forgot about that. Aquaman did well. Yeah, I try and forget about that movie. It's strange how well it did. Yeah. Uh, 1.1 billion. Crazy. Crazy. But um, I think Momoa's pecs had something to do with that. Me too. I it mean, got me there. The man does have star power, you know? He does. It's kind of odd, though, because it he'll is. be in like a director dvd movie yeah. and then he's an aquaman and everyone loves him yeah it's it's, it's he's strange very he is very likable when he talks yeah do you ever see him he looks like a bum sometimes he does he looks kind of homeless but like the best looking homeless man you've and, ever seen and you know what he kind of like when he's like doing his like antics he's not doing celebrity antics he's just doing like what he wants to do yeah so he goes like dirt bike riding and throws axes and drinks guinness <laughs> and stuff and it's just such a badass yeah it's just really weird and it's like you're looking at him you're like you were doing this all before you were famous as well like Does that's he... why this is weird yeah yeah he's just a cool dude like, yeah i don't know if he knows how to tie his laces i've Me always neither. seen him with boots and they're like so wide open yeah yeah but he yeah. wears them well maybe that's his downfall that's his thing. He can't tie laces. Can't tie laces. Can't tie laces. That's why Cal Drogo was yeah. killed. <laughs> Couldn't tie laces. Um, but yeah, the Joker. Now you've loads of interesting facts about the Joker. This is a milestone for box office history. <gasps> box office history that's broken almost every month. Yeah, true, basically. true. But this is different. Like this is the first all-rated movie. Well, like hasn't made a billion yet. No. But it's it's like it's a sure thing at this point. Did we say what it has made? It's on nine hundred and forty-eight million right now. That's a lot of that's a lot of moolah. That's a lot of dough. Yeah. That's a lot of pieces. Um nice. Thank you. So it's a given so when we're recording this is on nine hundred and forty eight. By the end of this weekend, it might be a billion. If it's not this weekend, it's next week. But this is huge. First R rated movie. And why that's significant is because studios have kind of given themselves their own set of rules Mm -hmm. and one of them is an R rated movie just can't do that well. Yeah. Because and like it makes sense because you're you're kind of you're making the market smaller. Totally. If it's not PG thirteen, yeah, kids can't go see the movie. But this just shows that those it's not the case. made up rules are it not is. the case. If, and what booked the trend initially? 
Deadpool. I would say Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Neil Logan was around the same time as well. Uh, oh, yeah, no, was bef- Deadpool after? was way before. No, dude, Deadpool was first, and then Logan was a year yeah. after, and then Deadpool 2 came out, and it was like, they killed fucking Wolverine, so we're going to have to step it up. Step it up, That was yeah. a whole plot in Deadpool Spoiler 2. Spoiler alert, by the way. Spoiler, Logan yeah. dies at the end of Logan. <laughs> you know, when I went to see that, a guy yeah. left. Really? Just before he died. He knew it was coming. I've heard people are walking out of Dark Fate because of a scene that happens at the very beginning. Ooh, and I've seen it. Yeah. And I, I know, you know what, what they're I'm talking saying. about. Yeah, yeah. I have I've a problem with people who've done this though. Mm-hmm. Like I've read a few reviews that's like, oh, it destroys the legacy. Yeah. I'm like, have you not seen the other two to three movies yeah. that have also destroyed the legacy? But this is the one that yeah. takes the cake. I've heard I've heard that they do uh I've heard that this is the best yeah, you said yourself that Dark Fate is the best third Terminator movie that we've ever got. Definitely. Yeah. And yet it is bombing the hardest. It really is. It it's... costs a lot of money and this I was actually gonna get to that because yeah. Joker has Dark Fate to tank and it yeah. has Gemini Man to tank mm-hmm. because those two bombs have helped Joker just rise yeah. higher and higher Yeah, because like Will Smith should have knocked Joker off the mantle Normally. or at least kind of nudged him off a bit and totally. like to share it but two Will Smiths just be, just Disgrace. couldn't do it yeah. and I was looking man Gemini Man is crashing oh. hard for a Will Smith movie yeah like even Focus did well did you see Focus? It, I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Sadly, yeah. it's it's not it's not the best movie. It's fine. But Will Smith's a good guy, but a con man that's yeah. destroying people's lives. It's, but a good guy. Yeah, it's so strange. Will Smith can never play a bad guy, whereas I'd really like to see him as a bad guy. Mm. Which he he signed on. We actually covered that. A yeah, while we ago did. That he, si- he signed on for some gangster. Yeah. But even as a gangster, like there's gonna be some redeemable aspect, you know, like he's his really cheekbones. He's really he's really nice to his mother <laughs> yeah, or looks after his family. You I know? just can't see him as he'll being... be t- he'll be doing it for the right reasons. And, yeah, he'll do know. the soundtrack as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going straight. <laughs> wicked wicked wild, wicked wild, wild west. Uh but with drug trafficking. Drug trafficking. Trick a trick a drug a drug a drug. <laughs> I don't know. How does he rap? Without swear does words. Does he rap? Yeah, I don't know. He's like the poppiest rapper ever. Yeah, he really is. I go yeah. for him. In fairness, uh, it, you heard the story of why he doesn't swear in his raps? No. His grandmother found his notebook where he used to write all his raps in, and she said, um, you're better than this. Or wow. she she wrote like something like, you're better than this, like you don't need this. And he kind of vowed to himself that if he was rapping, he'd never put like swear words in it. That's why he doesn't swear in any of his raps. It's about time to break that promise, though. Yeah. I'd love to know if it was like super, super R-rated. He's like, girl, I'm going to split you in two, you <laughs> fucking slutter. Yeah. You know, something so like yeah. Big Willie would have a different meaning. Yeah. You know it was what like I mean? no Vaseline, he wrote down. <laughs> Big Willie coming in with no Vaseline. No Vaseline. I love that song. It's great in uh, in uh, Straight Outta Compton. And now he's just like, I'm drinking apple juice I drink an apple juice <laughs> by the river with my uh, with my consenting gal pals <laughs> yeah. no um, I love in uh, Straight Outta Compton where they played No Vaseline and you see Paul Giamatti and he's reacting to it and he's like you're getting fucked by a Jew and as that line comes to Paul Giamatti he's like can you believe this can you believe what he's Paul saying Paul Giamatti's like the whitest guy as well to get he's in there he's so I love good it. he's so good in that movie it's a great movie it is a great That's movie it's a really good movie who's the guy who plays Eze? because he's amazing I don't know yeah. but he's really good he's so so good in it yeah I know it's Ice Cube it's um what's his name something Jackson something Jackson yeah Ah, it's not Andre no. no, it's not. It's not Andre Jackson. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ice Cube's son. Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube. Yeah. And then the guy who plays Dr. O'Shea Dre. O'Shea Jackson? O'Shea Jackson. Because uh, I was it? thinking, it's two surnames. Yeah. There's two surnames yeah, in yeah. it. 
O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. And, uh, and we're Irish, so so O'Shea is yeah. not a first name. It, it, it most certainly is not. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool name though. O'Shea it is. Jackson. O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. You're uh, gonna be famous with that name. You really do. And with that dad. And with that dad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and even even the guy who plays Doctor Dre is awesome. Actually, He's really good. I actually love that whole cast. It's yeah. so so good. He's doing well though. He's popped up in a few things. The is guy... he in The Walking Dead? He is that the same guy? I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, have we had this conversation being... before? I don't, I don't know. I'll check. We'll find out. He looks really like that dude. He he was in 24. I think 24 Legacy, which oh. was like the reboot of 24 yeah. and lasted one season. Oh, okay. Kiefer Sutherland never even got to make his cameo, I don't think. <laughs> He's in Six Underground. Yes. Six Underground, yeah, yeah. isn't he? That's, that's the last time we were talking about yeah. him. I knew we spoke about him before. Um, and he was in the new King Kong. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm being uh, wrong. No, I think that's O'Shea Jackson actually. Corey Hawkins. No, O'Shea is in the new King Kong. Oh no, it's Godzilla. Sorry, it's a new God. Oh, it's Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. Twenty four. Oh fuck. Oh, maybe we. Maybe I am being racist. I didn't um, want to say it. Yeah. No, he is Walking Dead. Whew. Grand. Because I had God. I had that same thought. Whew. He's Heath. Heath in the Walking Dead. What a name. Yeah, it's a good name. He loses his leg in the comics. Let's continue. Yeah. So Terminator, though, which is decent. It's yeah. actually decent. Yeah. Um, that also is bombing. Mm-hmm. It, it was reported that they could lose up to 100 to 120 million. Jesus. On that alone. It costs 185 million to make. And speaking of Deadpools, mm-hmm. it's the Deadpool, Deadpool director, director, Tim yeah. Miller. So Gemini Man and Dark Fate, uh, Terminator Dark Fate, are, mm-hmm. so, are tanking so hard that Joker is, is going to make a billion. It's, it's so strange, though, that... Um, it's funny that a Deadpool movie has allowed us to have see this movie about the Joker, you know? I know. Because yeah. this movie would never get made if Deadpool hadn't set the precedent. And then Logan, and, obviously. And then Hellboy yeah. was the R-rated movie this year. The and big bombed. comic book R-rated movie. And bombed. that bombed so hard. Yeah. But it just shows, mm-hmm. if you make a shit movie, I bet like there was loads of studio execs going, told you, R-rated. Yeah. Doesn't no work. Money in it. Doesn't work. Yeah. Deadpool was just that that lucky one. Yeah. It turns out if you make a good movie, whether it's R-rated or not, people are gonna go see it. It's gonna make the dough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so, so I have some fun facts about this. Right? Hit me with them. So why is so significant that Joker is gonna make a billion? Mm-hmm. First of all, no China. Mm-hmm. No Chinese release. No Chinese release. Which is crazy. Huge deal. Huge. A huge deal. Yeah. You're talking like Fast and Furious lives and dies. By the Chinese box office. Yeah. You're talking 300 million they, they make mm-hmm. the box office. Hobbs and Shaw would not be viewed as such a big hit yeah. if it wasn't for the Chinese box office. So it's kind of crazy that it's not being released in China because if it was... Re- now, it could bomb in China as well. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars does not do well in China. Yeah. But yet Avengers does super well in China. I think Avatar is going to eat up that Chinese money. Yeah, it is. It's all, going to be huge All in seven of the sequels are going to destroy <laughs> yeah. in China. Jim... Jim Cameron's going to be making Avatar movies for the yeah. rest of his life. Well, he's that the, the first sequel's taken most of his <sighs> life anyway. Crazy, yeah. The fact that stuff has already been shot for that movie is just insane to me. It's been filming since late 2017. It, it, it's not a real movie in my mind still. It's just crazy old Jim Cameron talking <laughs> about his Avatar movies. Spending millions and millions. Spending billions on this Avatar, living in a submarine. I just know he's buying bigger and bigger tanks. Yeah, yeah. It's all about underwater CGI. Totally, or yeah. Or underwater motion capture. I just That's picture, a big thing. Yeah, I just picture uh, Steve Zizou. But it's James Cameron, you yeah, know, yeah, and he's yeah. just under the, and then he's just kind of <laughs> popping around, talking about Avatar. That's probably my least favorite Wes Anderson movie. Me too. Yeah. Me too. It's not very good. Even though I kind of grew to like it a bit. I think the soundtrack, I just love the soundtrack. Yeah. But sorry, here, I, let me just And everyone say, in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The cast is just yeah. great. 
But so there's no China release, no 3D. Yeah. So oh. it was released in IMAX, mm-hmm. but with loads of cinema, uh, like loads of cinema chains, they mm-hmm. only have like one or two IMAX screens. Yeah. So it's not going to make the dents that 3D does. So like speaking of Avatar, like totally that oh that just ate up those premium price tickets. You yeah. know what I mean? So and they're all the re-releases as well. Yeah. So it's be- so it's breaking the rule of it's R-rated, mm-hmm. no Chinese release, no 3D, and it's not starting its own franchise. That's four rules. It's broken. Yeah. Four major movie manu- rules. Because usually it's like, well, this is the start of a new franchise. And mm. this is what... They, like, studios are just blowing their loads so fast. Yeah. Like, the new Terminator. Totally. It's a new trilogy. Yeah. They said that about Terminator um, Genesis. Genesis. They said that about Terminator Salvation. Salvation. Yeah. And... Of course, they didn't work out. I love the way, by the way, we can name every single Terminator movie. You know, I get yeah. Terminator 1, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, Terminator 4, Salvation, Salvation. Terminator 5, Genesis, Genesis. Terminator 6, Dark Fate. Do you remember when you seen the spelling of Genesis? I was like, I'm out. Gen- 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 Jenny Weisses. <laughs> Jenny Weisses. <laughs> Jenny Weisses. Do you remember when uh, they spoiled the twist in the trailer and you're like, oh, John Connor's a Terminator? A, yeah. Hate it. Hate it. So terrible. And also, they're saying that this film, mm-hmm. the, the Dark Fate, ruins the legacy. No, not at all. Like, what about all those other what shit things? What about all those other shit things? So the, I, I, the Terminatrix as well. Fuck that. Yeah, that was stupid. Uh, uh, <laughs> have you heard Arnold's commentary for that scene? No. Oh, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger's commentary. For which scene now is this? Uh, for the scene where she makes her boobs bigger. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger's commentary on DVDs is legendary because he goes on he describes what is happening in the movie <laughs> that's all that's all he does he doesn't really give background information and he's watching Terminator Dark Fate and he's like oh and uh, she has been equipped with this ability to make her breasts larger and you know some men like big breasts some men like little breasts and he's just going to describe oh the whole I understand scene. this scene so much better now Arnie thank yeah, you yeah oh, it's so funny uh, that's brilliant I recommend you check it out but I uh, haven't seen Dark Fate I don't think I'm going to but you don't need to like no. I think everyone's been shafted by now you know that like the, yeah. what's it fool me once shame on you shame on you fool me twice shame on wait fool me once shame on me fool me twice <laughs> yeah. shame on you yeah, yeah well this is like fool me four times you know yeah. what I mean like, you're like okay I see yeah. Rise of the Machines you got me good yeah. Salvation you got me even better yeah. Genesis you mm-hmm. lit- you raped me yeah. and took my money <laughs> I like everyone in that movie in Dark Fate as well but I've really, I really I don't have a desire, desire to see it Oh, Linda Hamilton is excellent. Is she? She's still How's such Arnie? a badass. He's great in it. I yeah. actually really liked him. Um, it, it, it becomes a bit of a CGI fest, which yeah. is what they've been doing in all of them lately. Yeah. Like, isn't it funny that this, this slow, lumbering Terminator. Um, Terminator was so excellent and yeah. it, it was so simple. Yeah. And now I think everyone's like, well, surely he jumps 50 feet high if he mm-hmm. jumps, you know? Yeah. It's just Why? Short, yeah, you know, like little things like that. Yeah. He actually doesn't jump fifty feet high in the movie, but no, you know what I mean. I know what you like, mean. Like, well, yeah. what could a robot do? Yeah, it's always that. You're like, oh, stop. You, relax. Like, I don't even think you. That's the problem. People think that they need to make these robots. They need to be faster or whatever. Robocop's gonna be the same, you know. Yeah, exactly. When they made Robocop, they're like they had this bulky design, and they even do it in the movie where they're like, let's make him sleeker, make him black, yeah. you know, and I, let's give him one hand. Yeah, that's where I was like, I would shoot him in the hand. But Michael Keaton makes a great point where he's like, I want him to be able to shake people's hands. You know, it's yeah, such, it's yeah. such a corporate idea. Yeah. I, I, there, there are elements of that Robocop sequel that I actually quite like. Well, like, I love Joel Kinnaman. Me too. Uh, 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 I'm iffy on Joel Kinnaman. I, see, I watched, um, what was the fuck, the show that he had? Uh, something Bodies, Carbon, Altered Carbon. No, no, no. What? Way before that, The, oh. ki- the Killing. Oh, The Killing. He's oh. actually great in that. He's mm-hmm. so good in The Killing. 
And I was like, I said to my mate, oh, he's got this. Yeah. You don't know who Joe Kinnaman is, but I know, man. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, he's great. And then I watched the film, like, I swear he's good. You yeah. know, just yeah. maybe not in that movie. I love Michael Keaton in that movie. I think he's great. Who else is in it? Samuel uh, L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's yeah, in it as Gary well. Oldman. Some cast. It is some cast. Michael Keaton's the only one, I think, in that movie who does himself justice. I like Samuel L. Jackson in it. Do you? He's uh, the kind of news presenter guy. Well, he's not yeah. even... I don't know what he is. Like TMZ dude Yeah, or he's like future TMZ or something. Yeah. But uh, just to get back to Terminator, though, I, uh, I, I'm I, not going to see the movie, but I watched the video breaking down the differences and what's new in it and everything. Okay. And I, I actually... Having not seen the movie, I actually like what they... I don't want to spoil it for people who are going to see it. It's very unlikely that anyone's going to see it. I'm sure some people I'm still sure, will. Yeah, I'm sure some people still will. But I liked what they did to retcon what has happened in that okay. they make... They reinforce the ending of Judgment Day. You know? You've know, you yeah. you've seen it. You uh, yeah, know what know I'm what talking, about. talking about. I, I actually like the new take on it. This is all redacted. Yeah, this is all redacted. I, I like what they've done in the movie to okay. explain why there's still Terminators and stuff and everything. Yeah, it's even, cool. even though the scene that has people... Uh, do you know about the scene? I do. I've seen okay, it. Okay. I watched it online. Even though the scene they're it's talking actually about, it's done really well. It is done really well, and I, I watched it and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah. Even if it does, like, I don't think it feel it's earned enough. You know what I mean? I think the movie could have done a better job making that a bit more impactful. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but it's all, like they're talking about tainting a product that is tainted beyond belief yeah. at this point. Yeah. So then you're like, "Oh no, that's where I draw the line." Yeah. It, someone's looking at the gangrene in one of their fingers when their whole arm is withered away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ! Look at that! I can't believe! That. I can't believe it's gotten so bad. Yeah. And look over here and they're missing an arm yeah. and everything. So, yeah. Anyway, but here, yeah, Joker is a billion dollar baby. Totally. And it's going to be the lowest budget movie ever to make a billion. Crazy! Which is so cool. It is and really the cool. Second lowest that I could find was Minions. Oh. Uh-huh. Seventy four million. Oh wow. Kids love those minions. They do. They yeah. do love them minions. Goobity gaba. It's like a French guy. That's Banana. Muffled. No, it's the. It was. I think it's like two the directors or something. Is it? Yeah, no way. Some, no, who in the the Despicable Me directors? They just like went in and said nonsense and threw in like French and everything. Why not? <sighs> I don't know. Anyway. Well, that's really the box office rundown. Yeah. It's that Joker is still destroying and the Terminator. It's a pity that it's it's the best movie since T2. Totally. Since uh, Judgment Day. Yeah. And yeah, it's falling flat in his face financially. But I always thought it was going to fall flat anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, we've done this and we've done yeah. this. And we, you know, what's the definition of... of uh, insanity. So, insanity, yeah. yeah. Doing Classing the same thing and expecting a different result yeah. over and over again. Like, they've done this. Did you ever play Far Cry 3, the video game? No. There's a great line. So, the guy in... Um, he's in Better Call Saul. He's the guy who, like, poisons... Uh, Don Hector and all those people okay. you know that actor yeah, yeah. his name is Michael Mando but he plays this like villainous character and one of the famous scenes in it is that it's one of the best performances in a video game like it's always touted as being amazing but one of the one of the big speeches he always give is the definition of insanity so whenever someone says that that's what I think of oh, but, cool. yeah. it's very cool I must show you the scene everyone should check it out it's from <laughs> Far Cry 3 it's so good but yeah so I, yeah. I don't understand like you know I could have told you that Terminator wasn't going to make yeah. money I knew it was, wasn't going to be a trilogy as well and the whole thing of James Cameron coming back mm-hmm. but didn't he come back for all of them he came back for Genesis he gave Genesis, Genesis? His, his stamp of approval yeah yeah 
I don't think now. Uh, I'm not sure if he did on Salvation. Maybe not. I don't know. He definitely did it for Genesis. And I, w- I bet Rise of the Machines. I bet he was back yeah. then as well. Oh, yeah. I want. I, I'd like to think so. Yeah, he was too. the one who's like, "Well, we should make our boobs bigger." Yeah, yeah. That was James. All right. <laughs> was the- you can see the touch of James in this scene <laughs> yeah, when her yeah, boobs yeah. get bigger. Um, yeah. Do you think it's receiving some? Dark Fate is getting so much hate because it's a mainly female cast. That is interesting. I did feel that watching it. Really? I was a bit like... It just seems a bit weird. It, like, I know it's just going to sound like, oh, you're sexist. Yeah. Like, you know, the hangover just has a bunch of guys going around. Yeah. But it was kind of like, oh, here's a really strong female character. Yeah. Here's another really strong female character. Yeah. What are we going to wedge between them? Another really strong female character. Yeah. And it just felt like they were really making a point of this. Where yeah. When you're watching... When J.J. Abrams wrote... Uh, the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ray was the first real, like, strong um, yeah. female Jedi. You know, and but it's just natural because it's not like it's not as if like then she meets Finn. Mm-hmm. It's like it's as if she met another female, yeah. and then she, and then she they both teamed up with Leia. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it is it does feel like that a bit. And then Arnie is just like the hanger on. Yeah, <laughs> come on this way, guys. Almost you know? like he can't keep up with the rest of them. Yeah, I think I yeah. Because Linda Hamilton is. So, so strong. Yeah. And totally. then he put Mackenzie Dern. Oh, no, it's not Mackenzie Dern. Davis. Is this? Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, is Mackenzie it? is her first name. Yeah. Which, another surname that's her first name. First surname, first name. Never trust her, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I think it is Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. I'll, I'll check anyway, but uh, yeah, so she. She's super good in it. She's so strong, so believable. Cool. As this strong character. But then he had this Latina girl. Yeah. And I just feel like she's pretending through the whole movie. That she's strong? or Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, you feel like she's acting. You okay. know, it's bad when you feel, where Linda Hamilton, I'm like, she's just a true badass. Uh, it, it is. Mackenzie Davis. Davis, yeah. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. She's great in Blade Runner. And in uh, Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. Black Mirror. One of the best. San Juniper? San, Juni- San Junipero. I oh, think okay. that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> she's also in The Martian. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was just looking at that there. Yeah, yeah, she's working for NASA. Yeah, she's really good in that, in, in a really strange role. I think she's great. Like, she's she's like the super action hero yeah. in uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. But she's kind of a broad, tall girl. Yeah. So you really feel her presence, you know, mm. that way. Where the Latina girl is just, she's tiny. But mm. also, I think the problem is they make her strong too quickly. Mm-hmm. So she goes from being a normal person mm-hmm. to being like Sarah Connor in Judgment Day halfway through the movie. Do you get me? Where we kind of got to see a weak Sarah Connor and um, Kyle Reese kind of helps her. Yeah. And by the end of the first movie, totally. she's, slow, she's still not even a full badass. Like she's, yeah. she's still like Sarah Connor just with a, a bit more grit. And okay. then by T2, she's fucking, she's the Sarah Connor that we know and but, love. But then you have the John Connor who's the weak link in that. And then even, yeah. and then he doesn't even become a badass mm. like at all in that movie. It's just, he's bad- kind of too young. It'd be so weird as well. Exactly. And then, you know, you know what I mean? Like, so we yeah. got a full movie of her being a normal person and mm-hmm. becoming a full-fledged badass in the second one. Yeah. I felt by halfway through Terminator Dark Fate mm-hmm. that this girl was all... So, like, she was so... She was so strong. Way yeah. too strong. I was like, oh my God, you've, you've, you're wa- watching people die and you're... Yeah. You, you know, this robot's coming after you Not and freaking all of a out. sudden you're just like, you know what? And she has mm-hmm. like a bit of a speech and all and you're yeah. just like... Tone it back. Like yeah. we have Linda Hamilton, we have Mackenzie Dern, uh, Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, we should have a weak character. It's not bad. It's not a bad thing to have a weak character in a movie. And I think maybe no, not at all. Maybe there's a fear now that they don't want to make 
a woman a weak character. Even though having Sorry. Linda Hamilton? You know what? Weak character isn't the strong thing. You can have a well-written character who is weak and in the movie. You and know? then they have, to, they have something to overcome. Yeah. Now, she's weak at the start, but it's totally. just way too fast. Her de- development, yeah. for, to me, and see, I can't... This is like all... Re- mm-hmm. have to redact stuff, but there's a, a certain line where they really hammer home the, the feminine side of it. Like, okay. they, they really go, like, you know, we're not sexist. And it's kind of like... Uh, Men are, it's not men are bad, but it's, I can't, I can't say it. I, I t- yeah. I'll tell you afterwards, but there's, there's a line that's a bit too on the nose. It's a bit too on the nose of yeah. like, we don't need men to help us. Is it like the Batwoman when she sees the suit? She's, he's like, oh, yeah, it's, the suit's a perfect design. He's like, she will be when it fits a woman. Do you remember that from the trailer? I don't remember that. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Yeah. but it kind of is in that yeah. sa- same vein. And yeah. it's just a bit much where you're like, oh my God, I, I get it. I get it. Like, yeah. Relax. You're a badass. Take yeah, it easy. You're, you're relaxed. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was already, I was already bought in. Yeah. Plus, Linda Hamilton is enough badassery for any movie. Yeah. Just her. Totally alone. I agree. More uh, testosterone than I'll ever have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I certainly can't work out like her. I don't have nope. the, I don't have the back definition that she has. In that movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Not even close. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm strangely so attracted to her. Still. In, Judgment Day. Yeah. Well, she's got the she's got a granny voice now. Oh, does she? She sounds like she's been smoking she's smoking cigars, a few, yeah, <laughs> drinking yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Do you know? Um, this is gonna again. We're we've really gotten off topic on Dark Fate, but um, do you know? Uh, it's not a spoiler that uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character runs a drapery service, right? And if you ring the number on his van, it's uh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So like there's a yeah. voicemail from it that you can oh, listen re- to. Oh really? If you ring the actual number, it's like, Hi, I'm Carl. This is Carl's Draperies. I'm not available right now. And then he's like, Whatever. But then at the end he goes, All right, leave a message and I'll get back to you. Hasta la vista, baby. And oh, amazing. Up. Yeah. Well, here actually one thing I was gonna say, just you reminded me, yeah. is Arnie's humor mm-hmm. in Dark Fate is perfect. Compared to Good. Genesis, where it's kind of goofy and he's yeah. he's doing the smile and all yeah. of that, and it's really it's kind of odd. Yeah. And um, in this, it's really deadpan. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Terminator telling a joke, good. and it's really good. I, I someone in the review I watched, someone said it's the first time they've really gotten a more human Terminator right in the films. Yes, definitely. Because he still he, he still addresses that he's a robot, yeah, and that he it's he's almost faking mm-hmm. it in a way. But people say, that, but one of the things that is is throughout all Terminator movies is that dogs don't like Terminators and respond badly. And then obviously the whole thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger is he has dogs yeah. in it, so yeah. it's kind of just showing that he's more human and everything. Yeah. Which all, all those elements sound really cool. It's so hard to not to say anything without spoiling it. Yeah. But honestly, if you're a big Terminator fan, check it out. I would say check it out. Yeah. And it. It doesn't damage anything that hasn't been absolutely damaged and raped already. Like that yeah. franchise has been kicked to kicked to shit. Know, yeah, yeah, really, it has. It's mm. been it's been recycled and recycled. Totally. So this does not do anything worse than the other movies that just came before. Is it? In fact, it's an improvement. Oh, definitely, it's the best one since uh, Judgment Day. Would you watch another one? Uh, I would, but. <sighs> I have a movie podcast, and, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. I'm always gonna watch it anyway. Yeah. But I don't know if it would it would re- retain an audience, even if this did okay. Mm-hmm. Like it cost 185 million to make, so they put some big books into it. It did. The CGI though it still is is Iffy. a bit dodgy at times. Some of it looks great, and then there's times where you're like, oh, oh okay. Man, it's such a good idea for a Terminator, the Rev Nine or whatever it is. I think yeah. it's such a good idea, but it's, I'm I'm kind of annoyed that the execution wasn't there. You know. 
your man's really good. Gabriel, Gabriel Luna, is that his name? I think it is, yeah, yeah. Gabriel Luna, the yeah. guy who played Ghost Rider. Yeah. He's actually great in it. That's cool. And he's not huge. Like, he's a tall dude, mm-hmm. but he's not like Mr. Olympia, obviously. Yeah. You know, like, he, his veins aren't just popping out of his arm, but yeah. he's good. I actually liked him as Terminator in it. That's cool. Yeah. And, and you know, after watching Terminator for so long, mm-hmm. you, you're almost... You, you're standoffish when you're like he's not Terminator yeah and by the end of the movie I was like oh, I like well, him well that was the great thing about I've forgotten the actor's name but Terminator 2 you know you have that great bit where uh, Arnie is like you you really see the flaws in the initial Terminator and then he comes back and he's a smaller guy he looks more like Kyle Reese and he can interact with people normally yes he's like hey have you you know listen I'm looking for this kid is everything okay you know and he's being real like you see the interaction whereas Arnie's still walking around like this because he's smaller he's more agile as well and he's doing his fast running and all that's yeah I think that's my favourite one Mm, me too Judgment Day the first one is amazing still I think the first one's great but Judgment Day it's just an extra box for me I don't know what it is I prefer all the behind the scenes stories from the first one because all of them are really cool because it's such a low budget movie and that like at one stage they saw these uh, cars that were unattended and uh, Jim Carrey and they had to film most of it at night so they would do their natural lighting or their own lighting of like street lamps and stuff and at one stage they went past these unattended cars and Jim Cameron was like okay Arnie uh, we're going to set up here what I need you to do is go over and punch out the window in that car didn't own any of the cars or anything Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger just walked up and punched out the window <laughs> of some car and then went in and got in or whatever and then they're like alright we gotta go and then they no just way. left yeah. but see that's when Jim Cameron was mm-hmm. modest and humble yeah. that was when he couldn't afford yeah. meals and his mother would send him coupons yeah, yeah. so he storyboarded the whole I love the idea of him storyboarding the whole movie while people wouldn't make it yeah so he just was like well I'll just write like he made a comic book yeah. of, you know he storyboarded the whole entire movie so it was ready to go so if anyone gave him the green light mm. he was like well, it's prepared let's do it you know they were almost arrested doing the last shot of the f- film you know when they're in the desert and it's Sarah Connor in the jeep and everything yes yeah. I, I know about this yeah, yeah. yeah and then the cop comes up and he's like oh what are you doing and he's like oh we're just making a short student film yeah you know? yeah and he's like I oh okay that. cool and he went away. It's really cool. And then it's Terminator. He had no know? permit to. Yeah, no permit to do it. Yeah. Anyway, it's really cool. so there, there's a kind of we didn't anticipate that, but there's no. a dark fate review for you there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, is it we're finished with box office then? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, we're gonna move on to the main review we had planned. Yeah, which connects to our last episode. We exactly. did a shining special. We did. And we got deep. Deep into the shining. We got really shining. deep. I but, didn't see a way out for a long time. I dreamt in. In the in, movie, in I was shining. in the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, my girlfriend already broke up with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure uh, Ian ever left that podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, that's uh, it. He might I'm still be there. I'm a part of the Overlook now. Yeah, yeah, I am. you're in that post picture at the end. Yeah, I am. Smile, I am smiling next to Jack. Um, no, so it's Doctor Sleep. It's Doctor Sleep, the long-awaited sequel directed by Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan, Ewan McGregor, uh, Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. um, Rebecca, goddamn sexy Ferguson. Oh, so beautiful! And they, she just had a baby, and we were talking about this. Yeah, they downplay like she's in baggy clothes. Mm-hmm. She's still so goddamn gorgeous. They don't even like they don't even try. Like they don't dress her Not provocatively or anything. She's just got this reverence of, just, about her. Yeah, I this, would marry her face. Yeah, she's just there's something about her. It's just you fall in love with her. Yeah. You know, I want to I want to wear her skin. Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> no, no, I'm right. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. No, she's so beautiful. Like yeah. she's, she's just ridiculously hot. But that's not the only reason you see this movie. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually a pretty good pretty good sequel. It's a decent sequel 39 years later. Yeah. And here, this is the thing. I've read so many people saying, oh, it's going to... like Actually, this connects to Terminator, mm-hmm. Dark Fate. 
um, oh, it's going to ruin the legacy. Yeah. It's 29 years later. Stanley Kubrick has nothing to do with it. Yeah. If it's bad, it just doesn't connect to the movie. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. It's not as if like, oh shit, all these creative parts are returning. Yeah. So it's, it's officially a sequel. It's not you even- can take or leave it. If you don't like it, mm-hmm. it's nothing to do with the movie. It's not even called The Shining Part 2. You know, exactly. it's Doctor Sleep. You can just and forget. Doctor Sleep sounds so much different. Yeah, you know? it does. And I never knew why it was called Doctor Sleep. It's cool, isn't is it? Is that from the book? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Do you like it? Yeah, I did yeah, like that. It's a good element. Yeah, because yeah. you know when you hear the name mm-hmm. of a movie in a movie, yeah. it can be so lame. Yeah, it can be like you know they keep dropping Titanic. I'm like, fuck's sake. <laughs> no, but you know when there is actually a movie where yeah. it's like, you know, I I I, I fuck I can't think of it, like a good example. I'm like. It's our Independence Day or whatever, but no, that that actually. Makes you need sense to work well. together, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> the Fast and Furious <laughs> oh, story. <laughs> Fast and Furious presents. You yeah. need to work together. Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw. Yeah, exactly. Like, huh, that just didn't seem that as didn't natural seem as it natural. could have been. No, um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. when I when I heard him say Doctor Sleep, I was like, ah, oh, I, I like I like the explanation. It's cool. It's, it's a weird name. Yeah. Doctor Sleep, especially if you know The Shining. Yeah. Like, how the fuck does Doctor Sleep relate to it? I actually, I really like that. I, I love Dan Torrance's story in the whole thing. The way that, like, all of, I they don't go into it as much in the movie, but the way he kind of finds himself and he finds a place where he can accept his abilities, you yeah. know, that way. Yeah. Like, I really like how he helps people in the end, you know? Like, it's, it's, it's a real nice kind of character point, especially because you see him so low. You know, you see such a low point and he had such a rough childhood mm-hmm. and everything. It's nice that uh, he finds a job that, you know, it works for both him mentally and then yeah. he, he gets a good feeling out of it. It's just good. Ewan McGregor was a great choice, wasn't it? He is. He, he really downplays the character. Yeah. In a absolutely. great way. Yeah. Like, it's, he's just so subtle through the whole movie yeah. and I love that. And, and then he, you know, I wish, you know, it would be nice to, it would have been nice to see him go a bit crazier. Yeah, I would, I, yeah, just... Yeah. Up, up it to 11 well, like you know Jack Nicholson goes up to like 15, 15 like that guy is yeah. crazy now at the same time Mike Flanagan is not as crazy yeah. as Danny Kubrick where he's like well let's shoot this staircase scene 127 yeah, times exactly but wouldn't it wouldn't it have been a fun experiment mm-hmm. if he did it for one or two scenes yeah like if, if Mike Flanagan was like oh we could probably do this in 10 but we, I want I want to do at least 50 do, do a Kubrick all, do, do all the overlooks the, yeah oh Spoilers. It's in the, it's in the trailer. It's in, and the, it's trailer. in the poster. Yeah, it's in the poster. Do if he shot all the Overlook stuff Kubrick style and just see what came out. You yeah, know? yeah. I, that would have been that would have been really interesting, actually. Yeah. I read some really fun stuff about like you know all the people that were working on this film. Mm-hmm. They're all the perfect age where they're between thirty and fifty. Yeah. So they're all fanboys of of The, the Shining, Shining or yeah. fangirls, and. Um, Mike Flanagan, who's the director? In case mm-hmm. we haven't said that, we've just thrown his name out. Yeah. <laughs> with no yeah, link to sorry, what yeah. has to do with it but Mike Flanagan who also did uh, The Haunting of Hill House ha- which is absolutely superb on Netflix superb truly superb check it out and Gerald's Game and Gerald's Game and th- another Stephen King ad- mm-hmm. adaptation as well and Hush and Hush which I haven't seen but you were telling me is great Hush is great and it's he said it's his it's his third Stephen King adaption but it's the first one he's worked with Stephen King on right and he seemed to enjoy each other's company. Yeah, they seem to. Yeah. Well, Stephen King has this great quote in this interview I was watching. He says, um, I think Mike has made a fine sequel to... The, I think Mike has made a great sequel to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining Movie and a fine adaptation of Doctor Sleep. A sneaky little jab. Little jab, you know, right at the end. Especially, you know what? It would hurt more because Mike Flanagan is such a fan. Yeah. So you're you know? like, oh, come on. I think he did a really good job of making... A, like taking what is good in the book yeah because the book is a sequel to the book 
Whereas this is a sequel to the movie, and I think the distinctions are really good. Well, here, he said in an interview I was yeah. reading that he was doing three things. Mm-hmm. He was doing a sequel yeah. to the movie, yeah. and he was adapting the book, yeah. and then he was trying to... Oh, damn, there was one other thing. Oh, and he was making a se- He was trying to make a sequel to the book, mm-hmm. a sequel to the movie, and then adapting Doctor Sleep yeah. as well. And yeah. that's what he was saying. He was trying to merge all three, and that's mm-hmm. why he... Uh, confided in Stephen King as well to try get his approval on certain things and yeah. I do feel like you can almost see the greasy fingertips of Stephen King you at can. times but um, oh, there's one or two things like the ending getting some fuck yous into Stanley Kubrick yeah the, yeah. the ending I, like we won't we won't spoil no, it we won't, we won't spoil it but that was Mike Flanagan's idea was and it? he went to Stephen King uh, and Stephen King loved that yeah, idea and yeah. you know he would of course you know? he would yeah of course he loved that idea um, as he's masturbating in the, the mirror yeah, going, yeah. oh I love that I, I love, love that he love it I'm a great writer I'm a great he writer he is a great writer but but you he know his, his ego is massive it is Doctor Sleep has a few problems actually that I think the movie does a good job of addressing yeah in that the villains in Doctor Sleep are kind of I don't want kind of incompetent like okay. they're scary and everything and they're a bit like you really are afraid for the characters but yeah um I don't want to give away but they make they make they make them more of a threat in the movie they're definitely a threat in the movie and they're you they make them far more terrifying and they actually accomplish things that they don't accomplish in the book which is really cool and uh yeah I mean as we were talking about Ewan McGregor's performance he does such a good job of being really understated and understated then, is that's uh, perfect understated yeah. and like reserved but then being like showing that he's actually like a super powerful psychic as well which yeah. is kind of like a Jedi thing as well which and is that girl that's her first movie oh she's so good I don't, I don't know her Abra. name yeah that's I, their character's that's name that's their character's name but I'll get her name up here mm. it's uh, Kylie Curran Kylie Curran she's Kylie awesome Kylie Curran she's brilliant and she's something like 12 do you know the auditions around 900 people really where didn't, didn't Daniel Lloyd Daniel Lloyd who plays Danny it was like the same it was like something like a thousand people yeah. and um, supposedly like even Ewan McGregor was like oh she's the one surely really like to, to Mike Flanagan he was That's like cool. she's such a standout oh yeah sorry what I was saying when I was telling you about they're all being fanboys yeah. and fangirls of it they made so they made a replica of the set mm-hmm. from the original movie and that's in the trailer as mm-hmm. people see where you see a, a different actor playing Danny cycling on the big wheel you can see the behind the scenes of them building that set I, I watched some of it but here's the thing that's awesome they made an adult size big wheel so that all the actors and people on the set could do the cycle oh that's the, so cool of the rooms how amazing is that's that that's so cool and it's such a fanboy thing yeah and yeah. that's such a, that's when you know Mike Flanagan is a true fan of the source material and the original movie yeah. and he talks about how um, he has footage of Rebecca Ferguson at night on the set cycling around <laughs> and just laughing to herself like how cool is that oh it's so cool that's when I was like ah oh, wow that's that's I love when you know someone's a fan yeah like they're a true fan they're not just coming in as a professional going mm. well I want to make an adequate movie that makes a lot of money yeah you know like he's actually a true fan I want to see the DVD extras for that I know I hope it has to be on it surely and also they were talking about how um, the carpet they took ages to make the carpet the perfect replica and in the end they had to use post-production to even colour correct it slightly because it just still didn't have the exact colour they wanted that's so cool isn't it but when they did the big reel thing, it was the actual layout. As you, because you told me before we started, they got the blueprints. They got the blueprints. The real blueprints from the Kubrick estate. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I love that. And you, you hear, I was saying this to you because we got deep into this. As we I really said, did. I'm still not, I haven't recovered. No. I'm still not, I'm half the person I used to be. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, there's part of me still the overlook. Mm-hmm. And so the the hotel itself makes no sense. Like the structural, not integrity, but the just the, the, the layout. The layout makes mm-hmm. no sense. There's anomalies everywhere where yeah. rooms don't exist because they can't exist and yeah there's like rooms that go to nowhere and there's hallways that go to nowhere mm-hmm. and Mike Flanagan the fan that he is got to see the original blueprints that the people who designed the sets had had made so cool and it's really cool and I wish he I mean, obviously you, you actually made a good point to me where you're like maybe he couldn't say anything yeah because I want to know if it was 100% on purpose totally that things just structurally made no sense mm-hmm. I it's it's really interesting where you think of like movie pro- movie like behind the scenes movie stuff that you'd really like to see like the set design for the overlook hotel is one that i'd love to see you know oh big time just thinking about what made no sense and you know it's it's just it'd be really interesting yeah. you know yeah big time and i i do though you were saying to me and you made a really good point you're like maybe mike flanagan was not allowed yeah to divulge that information and it is better mm-hmm I liked it more. I I enjoy obsessing over it. Totally. I we, want an answer, but you know, the answer might not be as magical as exactly. I as I want it to be. A good TV show that addressed this is um <laughs> this is this is, this is good. Sherlock Holmes. You know the one with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Sheen, Martin Freeman, not Martin Sheen. Yeah. Um, Sherlock dies at the end of season two and then season three they have the whole episode about people coming up with theories of how he came back and all the theories are amazing they're yeah. so fun yeah and then you, you find it at the end and it's almost like disappointing how yeah. he came back yeah and I don't think the show like the show kind of goes down from there like the third and fourth season aren't great I've never seen the fourth season it's it's all not great Like and he did that special yeah that yeah. was like set in I don't know like the what was it like the 40s or it, something it's like set that? in the 90, early 1920s oh like was it okay. where the books were set basically yeah i never seen that and again you know it's it's all kind of disappointing because basically they could never live up to Moriarty played magnificently by the Irish guy can't think of his name he's, oh. in, he's in Fleabag as well now he's also in Dark Mirror Oh, sorry, Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. I know he has that great episode of Black only, Mirror. That's my favorite episode of last season. Yeah, me I, too. I wasn't a big fan of that season, actually. It's not a great season, but no. his episode He great. is great. He's so good. Um, He's also in Stag Do. Stag Do. Shit I've never seen that. So bad. I watched it because he was in it, and I was like, okay. he'll drag this movie up. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He oh, did not. That's a pity. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, the, the show could never live up to Moriarty, basically. And like, it's like Never Meet Your Hero. I kind of like how Mike Flanagan didn't tell us if those things were on purpose. Are you yeah. looking for his name? Yeah, Andrew Scott. That's Andrew Scott, that's it, yeah. 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 I'm on name duty today. It's <laughs> just finding people's names, making sure. Uh, yeah, I like how Mike Flanagan wouldn't reveal that. But um, isn't it so cool, that the big wheel thing? Like, Love it. And oh, I was reading as well that they'd go around with iPads and they'd have all the set pictures from the original movie and they'd be just like changing little awesome. things, you know, just moving awesome. pictures and Love all like it. that. And I think everything was real except mm. for the ceiling of the Colorado lounge that was CGI'd because they just had lighting. Okay. You know, like stage lighting. Yeah. So that was the only thing. Do you see the nod to Ullman's office? Loved it's it. It's so obvious. Yeah, it is. But I, I loved it either way. Yeah. Um, talking about lighting there. Sorry, I meant to ask you this earlier. Did you watch that video I sent you from the Joker no, cinematographer? I didn't. I yeah. didn't. 
I, I liked how right at the start though they say how that blooper reel that was on was it Jimmy Fallon uh, or was Jimmy it Kimmel Kimmel or Fallon I can't remember one of the Jimmys one of the Jimmys one yeah of the Jimmys it was were, fake basically yeah. but we kind of thought it was fake because he starts talking about Cher and his name is Cher yeah. and your man's Cher with S-H-E-R yeah but anyway it's a really cool I'd recommend checking it out and that guy has worked with Todd Phillips this is the cinematographer yes. of Joker talking about the importance of lighting, lighting and color, yeah, and it's, how that tells a story. It's really good. I only watched like I only watched like the first minute of it, but yeah. I I do intend to one hundred percent watch it. When you yeah. send it to me, I was already aware of it. Like yeah, yeah, it's uh yeah, it's really good. And um, like as someone, I, like I'm obviously interested in film, but you don't hear like you don't find a lot of like promotion for stuff that cinematographers do, yeah. like. Roger Deakins should do one. Yeah, Roger Deakins should do one. But I, what, who's the magazine that do it? Is it Variety or is it GQ? I know Variety did the one with Todd Phillips when he was breaking it, down the it's, scene. It's Variety is then, it? I think. Yeah, because Variety do like uh, accent coach breaks down accents and stuff. I've seen that as well. That's I really good. watch them all the time. I need to watch them because I cannot do an accent to yeah. save my life. I, lo- I love doing impressions. If someone said, oh, dude, you make an accent or I'm going to kill you. I'd be like, oh, me so high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> shoot me in the and face. shoot you in the face, yeah. Uh, Burke Kreischer. I <laughs> whenever I think of that like gun to your head example Burt Kreischer you know the comedian he has this great one where he talks about um, the man who owns no shirt owns no shirt <laughs> and if he does he takes it off yeah. anyway um, he says uh, if a terrorist kidnaps our family put a gun to our heads and said if one of you doesn't give me a hand job I'm gonna doesn't give me a hand job I'm gonna kill you all he, Burt Kreischer goes step back honey I got this you know? <laughs> yeah. he's like my wife is terrible at giving <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I hear that I always, I always think of that joke but um yeah, so it it's really cool that like they they put emphasis on stuff that is super interesting in movies that you don't really think about a lot. Like the accent thing, I watch all the time because I I obviously love doing impressions. I think I'm good at them. I'm not really, but I'm kind of. Speaking of The Shining, yeah. Let let me massage your ego for a minute. Okay, massage away. Right. So er er episode yeah. Our special centered around the shining which mm-hmm. everyone should watch. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually it's really fun. And then watch the Joker review. Yeah. <laughs> We've done some. We've done. I, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say we've done some good work. Recently, yeah, no, I, I, I was happy with both yeah. of those episodes. And The Shining, because there was so much research that yeah. I did, I was so unhappy because there was so much that we could have covered. Yeah. But actually, when I watched the back, I was like, Jesus! Every second, we're co- we're we're yeah. saying another tidbit of information, and it's just there's too much trivia. Yeah, we could have really done a three-hour episode. We we could be still doing the episode. Yeah, we might come back to it at some stage. It's that much stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. at this beginning of the episode, we're like, what will we do? And I I was saying to Connor, I was mm-hmm. like, well, you do a good Jack Torrance played by Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. And you did the famous, um, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to bash your brains right. in. Yeah. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. Right the fuck in. <laughs> so that's the first thing that happens in that whole episode. Yeah. I put it, upload it to YouTube because I'm the grease monkey. Mm-hmm. And I upload it and I get this email straight away saying uh, copyright infringement. And it's an audio copyright infringement. Now, there is no bit of audio from The Shining in that episode. So I think <laughs> they thought we were using Jack Nicholson's voice. Uh, That's the only thing that makes sense. Because uh, there's no, there's not a snippet of audio from The Shining in it. Yeah. But there's you pretending to do Jack Torrance. There you go. That's all you need. That's that's all I need. To, that really stroked my ego when I found that yeah. out. Oh, man. It's so good. Actually, speaking of... I, your smile was bigger than your face when I told you. You're like, so good. I'm trying to hide this now. I'm just going to embrace it. <laughs> I got the Jack Nicholson smile when you did it. You know, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. big Jack. Looking through the horns. Funny enough, I watched for the first time Kick-Ass. I've only seen Kick-Ass 2 fully. I'd never watched the full Kick-Ass movie. The first one? First one, yeah. Did you love it? 
thought it was great. It's so good. It's really, really good. Uh, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn, yeah. Uh, I think it's awesome. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz steals the show. Big Daddy. Big Daddy's great. I love ja- uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, you were making that mistake Fucking... when we were in the episode. I did all the research for The Shining, and then the minute we start, I'm like, so Nicholas Cage. Yeah, which, like, no, Jack could, Nicholson. Could Jack Nicholson be more insulted? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, but... Um, Nicholas, Nicholas Cage has done some good work. Occasionally. Two decades Two ago. Two decades ago, yeah. What's he done for me lately? That's what I like to think. Mandy, I haven't watched it, but I heard it's oh, great. Oh yeah, Mandy is great. And he was the voice of Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And Spider-Man Noir. He's Spider-Man Noir. Oh yeah, he has done some... He has been in some good movies yeah. lately. Well, no- if, if you... The law of averages, if you do 100 movies a year, you're going to get a good one. Yeah, that's true. Every now and again, yeah, anyway. every now and again. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, oh, what was I saying? I've completely I have forgotten. No clue. Completely forgotten. We were going impressions. Impressions. Uh, Jack Nicholson, Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah, in big. I loved that as Big Daddy. He, oh yeah. He deliberately. He and he deliberately talks like um uh what's his name uh oh, fuck <laughs> bra, bra, Adam West. Adam West. He deliberately yeah, yeah, talks yeah, yeah. like, "Hey, citizen, it's good to see you. Nice to." And he's like, nice of you to step in, kick ass, and all that. You know, <laughs> yeah, he does yeah. the broken speech. It, it might as well be ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that. And yeah, then the Chloe, comic book and everything. Chloe Grace Moretz, like, wrecked, I think, like, her knee or elbow yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah. for, she still has a, an injury from doing all the stunts. By the way, that. I was watching that movie. So many people from Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrels are in that movie. Well, it's Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. He was a producer on, yeah. on Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. And he was also a producer on, I think, I don't know, he... He made layer cake because yeah. there's a few people that carry over from that as well. Well, I was watching it and I was like, "Oh my! I I'd never seen Lock, Stock until recently." And uh, it I, great first movie, by su- the way. Such a good first Guy movie. Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, such a good first, such a good first movie. The cast is like so memorable. Jason Statham's first movie. Jason Statham's first movie. Does a backflip. He does. He does a clean backflip in like leather shoes. Yeah, and a, and I will a suit. I will say I do prefer Jason Statham in Snatch. I think he's better in that. Oh yeah, well, than Lockstock. I think I prefer Snatch in general. Yeah, me too. It's it's something about Brad Pitt uh, playing the traveler or Brick Top, the gypsy. Brick Top as well. Who's Brick Top? He's the villain. Oh, okay, Turkish. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. feed you to my pigs. <laughs> yeah, he's All great. That, oh, he's great. Such um, a great cliche English gangster. He's great, and I don't see that actor in anything else. Yeah, and, and yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I've seen him in something. He's in, it could be like EastEnders he's, or Coronation He's Street. in the Toast of London for one episode. Okay, I've never is, seen that. Uh, it's, oh, it, that's with Matthew Berry, isn't Matthew it? Matthew Perry, yeah. Berry, is Berry, yeah, yeah, Matthew yeah. Berry. Or Barry, is it? Matthew Barry. Barry? No, it's Barry, Barry I Barry. think, yeah. The best voice in all of Hollywood. Yeah. Well, yes. That's a, he, he has this... He's in un, un, Enchantment or what's it called? Disenchantment. Disenchantment. He's, he's the love interest that she's yeah, being married to. And he's also in the IT crowd. He's and great. In, oh, look, a gun. Yeah. Oh, look, a gun. <laughs> I won't get in trouble today. Yeah. Oh, look, a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, yeah. <laughs> he talks like that all the time. Kick-ass is great, though, isn't it? Yeah, kick-ass is great. <laughs> Sorry, uh, anyway, that's our Doctor Sleep review. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, here, here, I've one other thing. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. No, it was the blueprints. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I hope it makes some money. Me too. I actually do. Because, you know, horrors, horrors can be so bad. They can actually be so yeah. bad. It's so cliche. Yeah. It's just repeat of a repeat. Oh, look, jump scare. Yeah. Oh, look, jump scare, you know? This movie doesn't do that. No, not at all. It'd it's... be it'd be nice if a good horror did well. You I know? know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And um, isn't it great when you hear the team tune? Yeah. Right at the start. Love it. You're just like, ah. You're back. Right you know, you use three scenes. From yes. the original movie. Yes, yeah. It's cool, isn't it? It is very cool. Now, he kind of like just t- tampered with them, took mm. out the grain and all, but yeah. there's like three shots 
was oh we should talk about the actress who plays Wendy. She's so good. She like she's such a good mimic. Yeah, she's she, whoever whoever did it clearly like they they have an actress playing Wendy. They have one playing uh, Dick Halloran, the Scatman Crothers role. Well as well. He I does, like him. He, he he does a good impression of uh, Scatman Crothers, and they've one doing Jack Nicholson, who is the weakest of them all. Yeah, easily because it's, it's the hardest one. You you want it to be yeah. the best, you know. Yeah, but he's again you like you know what it sounds like, and it feels like for the other ones they were like we need you to be like uh, Shelley Duvall. And we need you to be like Scatman Carruthers. And then for the Jack Nicholson one, they were like, "You can do a Jack Nicholson impression, can't you?" Yeah. Whereas you, you really wanted him to be like perfect. He needs to be. He needed a few Red Bulls before. He yeah. Did it. You needed to turn up the notches a bit. Alex Esso, I think is. Wendy. Yeah. Is Wendy? She. Yeah. She's great in it. And I, I was just reading about how she like she studied the movements and everything That's good. of um, Shelley. Shelley Duvall. Yeah. It's really cool. Whenever I see her, Shelley, I always think of Cartman. He's his girlfriend is called Shelly and oh, said yeah, by yeah. Shelly <laughs> Shelly That's all I can hear. Um So yeah, like it's it's actually if you're a fan of the shining, I I think most people will like it. Yeah. Henry Thomas is the Jack Torrance uh guy as the bartender. See that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the only disappointing one. Especially because you're waiting for it, you know. You, and he looks the part. He does. He actually looks the part. He, do you know what it is? And I always talk about this with Jack Nicholson because mm-hmm. he, he's actually like such a handsome man, but he's got the worst hairline worst ever. Worst hairline ever. For yeah. a guy who's so um, successful in Hollywood yeah. and played like the front man and a lot of women, I think now his, his charisma as well is yeah. absolutely infectious. Yeah. But like, I think even in. Vivian Kubrick, Sandy Kubrick's daughter, talk, talk, talks about him having such sex appeal yeah. on the sex. She was like something like a sixteen-year-old girl, and she's just like, "Oh my god, yeah. he's a Hollywood hunk." Yeah, but he's got the worst hairline worst ever. Hairline ever. So he yeah. just breaks that trope. Yeah, and this actor has a very similar hairline. Yeah, he looks like him. It's sad. It is sad that you know, because you really want that one to be perfect. You yeah, know? you want it. Oh, it just turn up, and especially because it's the last one you see, and uh, like of the flashbacks, it's the last one you see, and. Uh, you know, the first two have been so good. Yeah. You really let down when it gets to the, you know, because it's the big one. It is the big you know, one. You seeing yeah. Jack Torrance And that's the again. one you want to see. Yeah. Like, it's the thing you're like, like, constantly, oh, here, I should actually say as well, you know, the, they were thinking of doing like CGI and like the yeah. aging. I'm surprised they the didn't. Actors. Yeah. I thought they would do that. Yeah. Now, they said that they debated that. That was the longest thing <laughs> that Mike Flanagan said him and his production team debated mm-hmm. is whether they should, should just de-age the actors yeah. but now Jack Nicholson's been retired for quite a while he's not in shape and Shelley Duvall is, is suffering from men- mental illness which is really sad so she she can't act like there's a Dr. Phil episode which is egregious where it just takes advantage of her it's horrible it's yeah. actually horrible to it's watch really really bad because like okay she's famous mm-hmm. I get it but she's saying she's saying mad shit she's yeah. obviously not in reality at the it's moment it's tough to like, watch yeah it's, it's not it's not good it's just exploitation yeah as, at its worst especially like fuck, it's mental illness like yeah. Jesus Christ yeah anyway um so yeah they probably had like eventually they probably just forced to. yeah but i mean imagine you had danny as the kid oh yeah. The actor. yeah it's the actor yeah, daniel, daniel lloyd a 46 year old man stuffed into the the tricycle and then on the with the, the rocket t-shirt <laughs> rolling around hey hey what's up guys hey what's up guys uh yeah so check out dr sleep um we, worth a watch it Luckily. is worth our watch uh, we, it's our, both our stamp of approval yeah. is it as good as The Shining no no but no. it never was going never to be. would never be w- I was always only thing I would have liked to see mm-hmm. is he, Mike Flanagan try to replicate some of the camera movements yeah he does it a bit but not as much as I'd like yeah. I, I don't know I just it'd be nice if when you got to the Overlook Hotel 
it all, went into all of a Kubrick sudden mode. it turned into a Kubrick mode. Oh, you know, I love that. Yeah, that's what he should have done. Yeah. Oh, can I, can I do a little bit of a spoiler? Go on, just a little bit, teeny bit of a spoiler, little tiny tiny. Yeah. So the blood scene coming out of the elevator, yeah, is replicated. Mm-hmm. But so it's it, through the eyes of Danny is mm-hmm. what they say. You keep seeing, yeah, in the movie, and which makes sense because he sees it early on, mm-hmm. and they flash back to it maybe three times before we actually get to see Wendy see it. Yeah. But even at, when Wendy sees it, it's still from a down, a downward angle, yeah. as if it's like a, a five-year-old kid. Yeah. So they replicated it, but an adult, I won't say who, mm-hmm. sees it in yeah. the hotel. So the angle is a bit different. Yeah. It's a bit higher. Which is great. And it's CGI blood because they couldn't get, obviously, <sighs> they wanted to replicate the blood exactly. Yeah. Imagine being the visual artist that's like, right, so you want me to make the exact same waves but yeah. at a different angle like what the fuck am I getting paid to do oh, man. I want to work in Avatar man yeah, so I don't want to be drawing blood in but yeah. either way I just I love that I love that attention to detail totally where Mike Flanagan's like well I'll just have it an adult perspective but that's, the exact same scene you see that's the that's the thing like you see him put so much care and attention into that that you're like oh I just wish he'd gone that one step further you just know just one step further yeah, yeah. but Hey, come on, like 29 years later. Yeah. I, I, I was walking in there going, especially after doing the episode, the yeah. Shining episode, I was like, I'm such a fan of this movie now. Yeah. It's one of my all-time favorites, honestly. Yeah. Doing the research, like I've always loved the movie, but doing the research, I was like, I'm in love with this movie yeah, now. I'm too. actually in love with it. And I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in love with the unanswered questions. Yeah. I love that. And going into it, I was like, I'm going to be so let down. Yeah. But you weren't. And I wasn't. Me neither. Yeah. So we recommend checking it out. Stamp of approval. Stamp of approval from Straight to Series. We know that you were looking for that, Mike Flanagan, yeah. and you have it. You so have it. You can sleep tonight now. Be on your way. Go go lay down next to your hot wife, who was not in this movie, which was surprising. Who's he married to? He's married to... Your is it, you want Carla? Yeah. Oh, really? Wait, is it Carla? I think it's your. I think it's it's the one from... Uh, Carla ha- Gugino or something like no, that? No, no, no. It's Haunting of Hill okay. House 1, who's, uh, who's the lesbian. Who can't touch people. Oh, I can't see her. Uh, I'll get her. Because Mike Flanagan is not a good looking dude. No, he is not. He looks like Daniel Lloyd looks right now. Yeah, he's uh, he's not a good looking dude. Incredibly intelligent, but not particularly good looking. No offense to Mike Flanagan. You're, he, you're a genius. Your man yeah. who, who's married to Mila Jovovich as well. That director. Kate Siegel. Kate Siegel. Yeah, he's married to her. She's the lead in Hush as well. Oh, okay. I know who yeah. you're talking about. And yeah. she's, she is in Gerald's Game. Is she? Yeah. Uh, she plays Sally. I don't know who that is. Yeah, because there's like four actors in it. Yeah, there. she's in it. Ah, cool. Anyway. Yeah, well, we move on to trailers. Yeah, we'll move on to trailers. We're f- this, is, this is a long one. This was a long one, yeah. yeah. We can breeze through the trailers yeah. anyway. So The Invisible Man. Yeah. Um, trailer was great and then wasn't so great. Don't watch the trailer if you want to see the movie. Yeah. Um, it's It's... The trailer is such a letdown. Starts really strong. It starts really strong yeah. where it's like just one big unanswered question. Yeah. Is is Elizabeth Moss seeing this in her head? Yeah. Or is there an invisible man? Even though it's called the invisible man, we know there's an invisible man. Totally. But then fuck we get to see things from the third act. Yeah. I it's know. the first trailer. Like yeah. it could come out the next year. Yeah. We should like we shouldn't have got anything like that. It should have ended the picture for the trailer is her in the shower and his handprint on the thing. That's how the trailer should have ended. Yeah, that would have been excellent. Should have stopped there. Yeah. And then uh, as they were as they were kind of ramping up as it gets to like the mid part of the trailer you it shows that oh she, you know she's living in kind of this house or whatever and i'm like oh my god if the entire movie is just set in this house it'd be so good you that know would be cool even though i do like seeing her go to an insane asylum yeah because you know you know people obviously are not going to believe that there's, there's an invisible man totally but here like uh, 
spoiler alert there's a trailer yeah you get to see a machine yeah that makes him invisible stop explaining shit yeah like stop it. there's no invisible people in the world I get yeah. that but I'm a, I'm on board I'm on board with this yeah. Don't show me a machine that he no. created. If he's that much of a genius, why the fuck is he dedicating his life to haunting this one woman? Yeah. You know, like, come on. And they do this thing in the trailer where they're, they're always like, you know, it, oh, I don't even remember the character's name. He's so twisted that he'd want to haunt you. Like, he'd want to find a way to torture you whether you were alive or dead. I, I was like, I, think, I thought it would be a better movie if they were like, if she was telling her friends all these terrible things and they're like, look, I know you're saying these terrible things about him, but like, he doesn't seem like that yeah. you know and like if they're if they were his friends as well and one of the points of the trailer is that he's killed himself and I was like if they had like been upset that he killed himself and everything you know or they felt bad for him and create this dynamic where you know they they're not completely on her side where yeah, they're like of course, you know yeah. I just think it'd be more Instead interesting just be like oh he's a dickhead he's a really away. bad guy yeah. you know it, it'd be nice if there was some nuance to the divorce or maybe Definitely. even he was a terrible guy but no one people believe her but mm. they don't fully understand you there's know? a movie that does this really well that Steven Soderbergh did yeah. called Unsane okay and he filmed it all on the iPhone which is just so cool mm-hmm um, but Claire Fo- Foy Claire yeah Claire Foy, Foy yeah, yeah. she's in it and she's just this woman who's saying like this guy's obsessed with me yeah. he's, he's a stalker mm-hmm. and no one believes her because they just have no proof for her and she goes into an insane asylum and like as a viewer you don't know if she's telling the truth or not yeah. until the third act and it's really fun and all the trailers gave away nothing yeah. and what's really cool is the guy that she's saying is stalking him mm-hmm. ends up working in the insane asylum and then you're like oh is this real? Yeah. Like, or is she just seeing a guy and going, oh, he's the guy who's been following me, yeah. you know? And it's really cool. It's really ambiguous all the way up to the end. And um, also a, Claire Foy is a great actress. She is. She's uh, awesome. Uh, I really want to watch The Crown because she's supposed me to too. like shine in that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, I was excited. Oh, excuse me. In the first minute and a half, I was like, oh my God, I want to see this movie. Yeah. And then, in the rest of the trailer, I was like, I have no interest in seeing this now, really. There's one reason I'll see this trailer. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. She looks like she's she's not phoning it in at all. No, it looks, no. looks like a great performance from her. She looks as haggard as Shelley Duvall does towards the end in The Shining. Oh, she looks rough. Yeah. She looks really, really she had bad. She's a rough go of things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of cool elements to this movie that I don't think they lean into hard enough, you know? Yeah. I feel like they, they, they could do such cool things with it and then they move more into you know popcorn horror where yeah, if, they, if they wanted to do something interesting they could have now I will have to see the second trailer now yeah. to see if it will bring me back yeah. it's funny that way where if this was really ambiguous mm-hmm. didn't show too much I'd be like oh that's all I need to see yeah, I'm, I'm in, in. Yeah. I'm not going to watch second or third trailer Whereas where now, now I'm like oh well I, I've seen too much that now I just need the next trailer to help me come back make a decision yeah, yeah. it's funny isn't it yeah it's weird anyway I wanted to see less and now I need to see more. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah. That's Where Batman versus Superman, first trailer, I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm so in. Second trailer, what the fuck? Why is Mario Brothers uh, Abomination? Like, just <laughs> Why is there a Teenage Mutant like, Ninja Turtle here? Yeah. Yeah. Let's not get into that movie. Yeah. No, I no. hate it. Um, well, to move from one horror to another, The Servant. Mm. The Servant. Yeah. Which is... Uh, the um, M. M. Night Shyamalan 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 isn't it M. Shyamalan M. Night Shyamalan 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 there's at least four L's and three N's in it in in Always Sunny they say M. Night Shyamalan all the time so yeah but I thought it was Shyamalan we, either way we just say Night M. Night yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the guy who did um, 
I see dead people. I see dead people. Six cents. The six cents. And yeah. uh, split. The split as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I'm sure. Unbreakable. That's yeah. my favorite movie he's ever done. Yeah. Unbreakable. unbreakable. Yeah. He did signs as well. Actually, you know that. He did signs. The village. Did you ever see the village? Uh, no, but I know the twist in the village. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, his new. It's a new TV show for the Apple. TV Apple series. TV Plus, which is out now. Yeah. Like it's, it, well, I, this isn't out yet. Mm-hmm. The, this is coming the TV out show. end of this month. Yeah, actually, oh, have it up here. I think it's 25th or 26th. It's the 28th. Oh, shit. You were it was close. Yeah, it's the, 20th, the 28th of November. Yeah. Um, Servant, you brought this to me. Servant, yeah. Um, So I was watching... Uh, I I saw pop up pop up and the only reason I clicked on it was because last time we recorded the podcast we went on this huge like long winded talk about the career of Toby Kebble. That doesn't sound like we'd ever do anything no, like that. That doesn't no. sound like us. And it was before we even started the podcast, like we were an hour behind because we were just talking about Toby Kebble. Toby Kebble and going through all his filmography. Yeah. Anyway, I saw him in the in the you know box on YouTube and I was like, oh fuck, I really want to watch this trailer. And I watched it and it's so good. I'm not gonna give away the trailer. Yeah, because it's fun. It's, it's actually fun to watch. because yeah, because I showed it to Ian and he had the exact same reaction that I yeah, did. Yeah, we reacted equally. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Wait, hold on. So just say it looks really cool. It does, doesn't it? Uh, Rupert Grint's in it as well, doing an Irish accent. Mm-hmm. Um, Toby Cable looks like, as always, acting up a storm. He's great. He's uh, And an understated actor as well. The yeah. way we were talking about Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. like he ne- he's never like dialed up too much. He's no. just a very understated kind of actor and I he's, like it. He's really good. Um he's in my favorite Black Mirror episode. So many Black yeah. Mirror ap- actors in this in this episode. Actually, yeah. yeah. But uh, he's in my favorite Black Mirror episode and uh, the entire history of you. Brilliant. And he's Koja Koba 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 in the Planet of the Apes. And if series. you know I know CGI and all that. Yeah. But if you watch that if you watch it behind the scenes, it's a performance. He's Koba. Yeah. Like he's doing the jaw and everything. Oh, yeah. All the movements. Yeah. He's excellent. He's, he's so brilliant. good. Yeah. Co- like, those movies are so good. They- and he's in King Kong. Yeah. But he's just like, he's a soldier in it. Mm-hmm. But he also. He's uh, Kong. Like, he. Well, I don't think he's Kong, but he actually helped. Like, he, he gave advice and things on oh, the okay. motion capture. All right. So he's obviously really good at it. Yeah. Um, but Koba is. His best performance. It's funny how like it's his best performance, but yet he's playing an ape and yeah. he's fully CGI'd. But you have to see behind the scenes to believe how good and how how much of him is in that performance. Yeah. Th- those uh, Planet of the Apes movies have no right being as good as they are. It makes no sense. It really doesn't. It but really doesn't. I li- like we both. And the love director. Them. We'll get to him later. Yes. Yes. Doing mm-hmm. the Batman movies. And Connection. Batman casting. We'll be it's talking about later. Podcast universe. Oh, ooh, ooh, chills. But Check out the servant. <laughs> servant. It actually looks really good. Yeah. I hope Shyamalan or whatever his name is yeah. doesn't fuck it up because I I don't trust him. No, me I neither. really don't. Yeah. Um. I was so excited for Split and then Glass came out. Glass. Oh, he just pissed off. Such a disappointment. He pissed off so many people. With Glass. Unbreakable was great. Yeah. Split was pretty decent. I liked Split. Really now, James good. James McAvoy carries it in a way. Totally. He's so good. Totally. And then Glass. He's just like. No, nope, I'm back to my always. Uh, yeah. Um. I. Yeah. The servant is good. He was dead all along. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway. Um. So check out the servant trailer. We don't want to spoil it. Looks like a great premise. Looks really fun. And yeah. it looks. Uh, we're hoping it's a mini series. Yeah. Because it looks like it should be just contained to a certain amount of episodes. Four than, episodes max, I'd say. Well, it's got I think ten. Ten. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's got ten. Oh, Jesus. But I hope that's the whole story. Yeah. 
Yeah. It just seems like that anyway. And we were saying it would be great if it is really good that it becomes an anthology series. It's the first three episodes come out at the same time. I bet you'll be able to watch them for free. I hope so because yeah. that's what they did with a lot of their the shows. The Morning yeah. Show. Mm-hmm. That's a Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell one. Yeah. And then they did C as well. S-E-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. C. Now, si, senora. <laughs> Apple TV's live, by the way. Yeah, it's live. So check it out if There's you're interested. There's not much on it, though. No. No, not much. It's be- Do some research before you get into it because it's doesn't look like there's anything this is the only cool thing i i see coming to us well see uh, and the morning show is their like big staple kind of yeah tv shows at the moment but you can watch the first three episodes of both of them mm-hmm. so you can really decide and i think c only has eight episodes altogether yeah. so you're nearly watching half the season before you mm-hmm. decide if you want to get it or not so it's yeah. kind of perfect um so we're going from a good trailer a great trailer to a terrible awful trailer this is looks like a massive budget movie yeah. that's under everyone's radar midway 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 we're a bit behind on this trailer like it came out months ago you know i've actually seen it loads of times and i keep i meant to like i made a mental note a bunch yeah. of times going i need to talk about this terrible trailer with yeah. you and i just kept forgetting it's it's, uh, it's so bad it looks like a movie made in the early 2000s it looks like a spiritual sequel to pearl harbor, pearl harbor. Yeah. yeah it yeah. looks yeah. just as bad it's got the same cast, the same type of cast, you know. And yet, there's some good, there's some big players in it. Some good actors: Woody Harrelson, um, Woody Harrelson, Aaron Eckhart, who hasn't Aaron done Eckhart, much. Eckhart, yeah, he hasn't done much since Two Face. Um, oh, excuse me, Nick Jonas, uh, Ed Screen. Ed Screen's in it. Um, Nick Jonas with a sexy mustache. I mean, he always That's looks only, sexy. I pay the price of admission just to see him with True. his sexy mustache. Me too, me too. And Patrick Wilson's in it as Patrick well. Patrick Wilson, I'm who I'm a big l- fan of. Bi- love Patrick Wilson, so good. Oh, 100 million. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a terrible CGI fest. It, it looks, looks so bad. It looks terrible. It looks like you're just watching. Go from Endgame, mm-hmm. it looks like you're playing Mario Brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a video game. It's like you're playing the, the Dark Knight yeah. tree or whatever. Um, Batman. Oh, Rise whatever uh, you're, you're playing a really good video game Arkham and then, Knight Arkham yeah, thank you Arkham yeah. Knight 3 and then you're going straight to like Mario Brothers yeah, or Tomb yeah. Raider 1 even it for just, like it, it, PlayStation 1 it just doesn't look good it does not lo- look like a movie made in 2019 it looks like a cheap video game Yeah, it really does it looks like a cartoon it's out today in the United States oh the 8th of November holy shit and this is like we were saying it looks like a disservice because it's it's based around like a real war oh or a God. battle did you see that Go back this? Up, just scroll back up a little. The film will be released on November 8th, 2019, Veterans Day weekend. Oh. <sighs> so the cash cow. Yeah. And this this looks piss poor. Like, yeah. it looks like it, it's just pissing on the memory of, of people who passed away. Like, it really... It, it we related news to that as well. Well, it's... Don't we? Do we? Yeah, so, we do. James Dean. <gasps> we'll get into that. In yeah, we'll get yeah. into that. Sorry. I it's forgot okay. that connection. Yeah. yeah it, it's done by Ronald Emmerich. Roland. Oh, sorry, Roland Emmerich. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald Emmerich. No, no, um, Ronald Weasley is in uh, Servant. That's it. Yeah, that, that's, that's what definitely you, that's what, what happened. Of, yeah. So, Roland Emmerich mm-hmm. um, did Independence Day. Yeah. And the best movie ever, Independence Day 2, Two. which he recently... Have you seen his comments on that recently? He's He he doesn't like the he reception admi- it got. No, no. He oh. admitted that he never should have done it. Oh, really? He said he should have passed on it the way Will Smith passed on it. Oh, wow. Which I do like I I enjoy his honesty And I appreciate it 
but then he just makes this shit show like yeah. of a movie and uh, you know, I was only talking to someone yeah. that we both work with Keith mm-hmm. and a shout out to Keith yeah. and he was like oh I really want to watch Midway because I don't I didn't know about this side of Pearl Harbor I think it's just after Pearl Harbor the events that happened yeah. and I was saying to him Keith did you see the trailer I don't yeah. think this is going to educate you Yeah. I don't think it's, this movie is about educating you on no. what happened this is just looking for your, your money like it's really it's just it, it looks like Transformers but it's, not even good yeah hmm well, the first Transformers is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the CGI in Transformers, I'll give them that, is, yeah. is, is decent. This just looks... That's true. This looks awful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, don't see Midway, basically. It's out now. Go check see- out the trailer. Check out the trailer and you won't want to see it. I just... I'd be very surprised. I was shocked that I met someone that wanted to see it. Yeah. Go see Doctor Sleep instead. Yeah, They're definitely. Bro- out at the same time, you'll have a better time watching Doctor yeah. Sleep. So, yeah, so we're just going to quickly go through some news now. Yeah. Uh, some interesting stuff going on some here. Some interesting stuff. So just uh, related to the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. There's more Batman casting news. Um, it's getting saucy. It is. It's, it's getting spicy. It is. So the two big rumors now are that Andy Serkis is in talks to play Alfred. Yes. And that... Uh, our boy. Our boy, Colin Farrell. Hometown hero. Hometown hero is in talks to be the Penguin. The Penguin, which I never would have seen. No. I, That's I, out of left field. I was like, what? If I if I was looking at Colin Farrell, I would see, say Two-Face. That would be that'd be his. Yeah. And do you know, remember a good while ago he was rumored to be, a ba- be Batman? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I he, think he's too small for Batman. He is. He's a bit small. He's around five eight. I think five nine. Now he has the broad, like he's broad, and he you could see. And him. he's handsome enough. Yeah, but he he's uh, he's not big and he's not tall enough. You know. I was saying to you, this is the most fuckable penguin ever. Definitely, definitely, yeah. and I think uh, it, it's a cool direction to go. Like I can see him being more of a realistic mobster penguin. You know. Yeah, and I I found it hard to kind of see, and then yeah. I seen some fan art, and I was just like, I'm so sold. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Not that I'd ever be against him playing Penguin, no. but just seeing him visually as Penguin, yeah. he's obviously not going to go for the more, you know, the, way the physical representation where Penguin kind of looks like a Penguin. Yeah. Where yeah. He, he's just going to look like a handsome dude that's Penguin. Yeah, it's cool. I, uh, I I like the direction they're going. Now, they're both rumoured, but they're strong Yeah, rumors. well, supposedly they're both in talks. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Andy Serkis is a great choice for Alfred as a different direction to go. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. I can, I can both see, I can see both of them playing the characters, yeah. but... Andy Serkis, I so want to be a bad guy. I just always yeah, want him to be a bad guy. Me too. I think he's uh, he's a good choice of Alfred as someone who, for a younger Batman in Robin Pattinson, could almost step in and save him or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Be, be a bit of a badass, you know? Yeah, he's physically capable of helping him out. Like definitely. You, like, he's also very age-appropriate. Yeah. Like the Alfred, well, I assume he's in his 50s. In the yeah, he's about his fifties in the comics. Like Andy Circus I'm Actually, talking about. Uh, funny enough, oh Andy Circus, yeah. But yeah. Alfred in the comics is normally kind of a fifties. Is he? Yeah, he's normally in around that he's not that old. Like oh. they especially now what they've done is they sort of have um Alfred's he only stepped in sort of when Bruce was very young and then he became okay. attached to Bruce and he was a very young man like he was in his 20s when he stepped in so then Bruce goes away and he comes back when he's in, in his 20s as well right, so Alfred's okay. in his 50s yeah. or something so he's kind of a younger guy and I just I think I think it's a good choice it's a different direction to go with Alfred Definitely. the casting man is, is intriguing up, it's good up. and then a sort of a looser rumour is Matthew McConaughey is Two Face? Two Face, which I find I struggle with that a bit. Me too. That's Just seeing it, even though, come on, like Matthew McConaughey's amazing. Totally. Let's forget the Dark Tower. Have you seen him in that? Oh, I don't want to watch. He's the Man this. in Black. He's yeah. shockingly bad. I've heard. And he, like, he's bad in it. Yeah. You know, movies. You know, when a movie's that bad, when it can create, like, you can make an actor like um, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey look terrible. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I I just I thought uh you know, Matthew McConaughey is the one I struggle with, but I don't know, it's just uh I I I I'd like to see it, you know? You definitely. know what I mean? He's he's the Harvey he's the Harvey Dent type, definitely, you know. Yep. There's a bit of darkness to him. So, right, let's go over it. So we got Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yep. We got Zoe Kravitz as Cat Catwoman. Yep. I'm so into that. Yeah, me uh, too. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. Is Gordon. Excellent choice. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Um, after that, who do we have? Riddler. Oh, Paul Dano. Paul Dano as that, Riddler. I'm so sold on Paul Dano as me Riddler. Me too, me like, too. Just, he looks exactly like the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. And then and now we have the rumour of Andy Serkis as Alfred. Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin, as Colin Farrell as Penguin. That's a great cast. It's a very cool cast. Very strong cast. Very interesting cast as well. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a cast that's so interesting mm-hmm. that I've seen so many strong opinions. Yeah. But now I think Batman in general, mm-hmm. everyone has a strong opinion. Yeah. Everyone's Me like, too. no, he can't be Batman, or no, she can't be, she can't be Catwoman. No way, mm-hmm. she can be Catwoman. You know, I I really think when I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is going to bring something we haven't seen before to all these characters. You know, like it's the Paul Dano Riddler is very different to the Jim Carrey Riddler, you know? Very uh, different, yeah. Very different. Like, you're not going to see the same thing that you might have seen if Jonah Hill was Riddler. True, you know? true. Even might've... though I was so in Me with too. Jonah Hill Me being too. Riddler, yeah. but at the same time, yeah. Paul Dano, I think, is a better choice. I actually think, even yeah. though the, ho- the whole rumor is that Jonah yeah. Hill wanted more money. Yeah, but... He wanted $10 million. Woo! And they were like, uh-uh. Take it easy, Jonah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um... But uh, so Paul Dano is the Riddler and then Colin Farrell as a different type of penguin. You know, all we have is the Danny DeVito penguin. And Colin Farrell plays a great bad guy in Fantastic Beasts and where to find him. He does. Like so good that when he turns into Johnny Depp, you're like, you're disappointed. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I wanted him to be the villain for the next few movies. He's so good. It's Warner Brothers. So maybe they did see that and kind of go, oh, all right. Well, and let's get him back as and a villain. actually you know what his costume in that he's in like it's it's a black and white costume isn't it's it it's very like penguin it's kind of a penguin it's just like costume. a suit it's almost like a tuxedo and he's really manipulative it's like an old school suit yeah but yeah. it's got the black and the white like yeah. it looks very much like a, a tuxedo that you kind of see yeah penguin kind of wears like a tuxedo looking yeah. penguin type yeah. thing it's cool <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey Wright again like I love that they're bringing these strong kind of older actors like Andy Serkis as Alfred and Jeffrey Wright as Jeffrey Commissioner Wright, Gordon yeah against a really young Batman I think is a super cool dynamic that we yeah. haven't really seen in the movies you know this this cast I man I'm, I'm hyped for this movie me too sadly we have to wait until 2021 yeah and what's really sad about waiting that long is because we've already been waiting so long because this was supposed to be Ben Affleck's gonna write yeah. he's gonna produce he's gonna direct he's gonna yeah. star in and then it was like Matt Reeves is coming on board but he's gonna rewrite it but Ben Affleck's probably gonna play Batman and then you know, it's this has been going on for ages. Yeah. But I do love that Matt Reeves has been writing this for over two years now mm-hmm. because he was still in post production with The Last Planet of the Apes yeah. when he signed on to direct this. And he's been working on the script ever since. So by the time it goes into production, which is supposed to be January of next year, mm-hmm. he will have been working on it for at least two and a half years. I'm glad. That it, makes me feel good. Me too. It makes know? me feel good. It's unlike David Ayer that just spat out the yeah. Suicide Squad's script. Yeah supposedly he said six weeks mm-hmm. Warner Brothers needed to go into production in six weeks so they're like can you write it in six weeks and it's mad because when you watch the movie it doesn't feels show like he had four oh. weeks to yeah, write the yeah. script yeah 
But uh, so this is not rushed at all. No. And every time we talk about Batman, I think you track these episodes. Every time we talk about it, we seem more excited and mm. more like. Especially you. Especially yeah. Especially me. I was really I down on it. A, I had just seen Robert Pattinson. Yeah. In um, Good Time. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! I've been harsh on that actor. He's great in that. I need to watch The Lighthouse actually. I need to see that too. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to see that. But that's why I was actually like, okay, I can see him as Batman just yeah. because I, I realized how harsh I was. Because, like, come on, like, uh, Twilight, everyone's still trying to wash the taste of Twilight out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, Kristen Stewart's trying to wash the taste of Robert Pattinson out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, she did that. <laughs> with all those quickly. ladies. She did that pretty quickly. Hey, oh, yeah, she was, uh, well, she, she was cheating on him with the, uh, I want with the director of Snow White. Oh, and the really? Husband. Was she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you not know that? Well, I think I, I thought you'd be on the ground level for all of that I think I did or maybe I did in the back of my mind but she was just talking there's an article recently about her talking about being slut shamed when all that stuff came out and like yeah. how difficult it was for her but you imagine how highly publicised her Rob, Robert Pattinson's yeah, totally. them two together because totally. of the whole Twilight saga yeah. and then her next movie it finds that they find out that she was sleeping with the director yeah. so like that was so publicised you know I, I do like what she did though she kind of did what Daniel Radcliffe did was once they finished with their big massive Franchise. uh, franchises if you've ever heard of Harry Potter I think some people think might, have. might have yeah. he just went and re- did all these weird roles yeah. and she's doing the same thing and yeah. like I'm not her biggest fan um, you gotta respect her for it I do like that she's like well yeah. I want to distance myself as much and Robert Pattinson's kind of doing the same thing totally he was a bit slower but maybe it was because people were like, "Oh, we don't want to." You know, hire Robert, you. Robert Pattinson is is a genuinely good actor, and he uh, he, he tried to improve the Twilight stuff. He did actually. He nearly lost his job. He nearly lost his job because he tried to imp- make improvements to I it. I do like how almost humble he is when he talks about that, and he's like, "So you know, I went in, I was like, oh, I want to change this and that," and then his agent's like. Yeah, they're gonna recast you, and he's yeah. like, "Okay, I'll just do, I'll just do what they want," because he knew it was a big doing. opportunity. He has no problem shitting on those movies yeah. as well. But I like how he actually, he will tell the truth yeah. that he did just uh, bow to them in the end and go, "Okay, oh yeah, I don't totally. want to lose that job." He was like, "Look, I was a struggling actor, you know, yeah. it was a, a huge role. Why, like, why would I turn my back?" Yeah. On I tried to make it better. They said no, and I was like, "Okay, yes, sir." Yeah. Okay, I'll do my. I'll job. I'll stand over there. Yeah. X marks the spot. Fair play to him. He's turned it around, obviously, and yeah. now he's Batman. He's always fucking Batman. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, really cool. Um, so I think the last bit of news we're really going to get into is uh, this James Dean controversy. This is weird. Yeah, this is really weird. I was looking over news to talk about, and I was yeah. like, how the fuck did I miss this? Yeah, this kind of links into the midway exploitation thing that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. But, but uh, this director, uh, do you have his name or anything? Or um, I don't have his name. It's... Um, Finding Jack is the name yeah. of the film. Yeah. And uh, the director is such a fan of James Dean that he's not doing a homage to him. He is fully resurrecting him and having him as an actor in the movie. As a full-on CGI actor. And the director got permission from the estate of James Dean to do this. Which so it's directed by two people, actually. Anton Ernst and Titi... Oh, I won't pronounce that name. Golik? Yeah. Golik? We'll, you throw them up on screen or something. <laughs> yeah. There's a- there's a Y, there's a K, and there's a H. Go leak. There is, and they're all in the wrong places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so these people are such James James Dean fans that they are, like, actually putting him in the movie. They have permission from the estate. Yeah. And a lot of actors, and I mean, I agree with them, are outspoken about this, saying it's a travesty. Yeah, it's horrible. And I was telling you, so it's called Finding Jack. Yeah. And I thought, the acrobatics that I did in my head was yeah. like, oh, well, maybe James Dean 
his nickname was Jack, like Jack D or something like that. Yeah. And it was going to be about like a fan that was trying to find James Dean, mm-hmm. like finding James, finding yeah. Jack. And then I'd be like, I could kind of see how they could use CGI footage mm-hmm. of him, but he's not going to be a main star. Yeah. This is a film that's unrelated completely yeah. to James Dean. This is a film about, do you know what? It's about abandoned dogs after the Vietnamese war. So strange. That's what it's about. And they couldn't find a good enough actor that was like James Dean. Mm-hmm. So they just decided to put James Dean in it. Like, it's it's terrible. so strange. But what's worse about this is the fact that it's like, do they have the budget to make this even look realistic? Like, I, yeah. I, I know there's the moral thing, but also if it's a it's a movie about uh, just post-Vietnamese war yeah. and there's supposedly just like 10,000 uh, canine dogs yeah. oh, canine dogs <laughs> canine soldiers that's yeah. what I meant to say canine dogs canine dogs unlike those other dogs that yeah. are canine on canine dogs obviously <laughs> so yeah they're just like abandoned in Vietnam so I assume they're Americans and I assume I'm just like I'm just putting one, one and one together yeah. and I'm getting to finding <sighs> Jack is probably a dog like yeah. he's finding his dog maybe there's a soldier that's trying to find his it's dog James that's, Dean that's, <laughs> it was James Dean yeah so it, isn't that just so weird and James Dean's gonna be like a supporting character in it I just think it's in such poor taste yeah the whole thing like whatever about bringing actors back with CGI if it's done right like you know Grand Moff Tarkin is one of them from Rogue One I knew you were gonna go there yeah and that still looks weird it does look weird it looks like some rubber man like and it's strange it feels unnecessary and they had a huge budget that was Star Wars that was Disney it feels just pumping it full of money yeah. and it still looked weird it was yeah. a bit jarring you know what they could have done I was thinking about this recently uh, as I often do I think about Rogue One or Star Wars movies that have let me down because there's so many um, I and, actually wasn't let down by Rogue One no myself. I wasn't either yeah. Yeah, it was good but um, I was thinking they could have had him as one of those project- projections like R2 does the entire time yeah and yeah. that way you wouldn't really so notice so he's just giving orders so he's just giving orders instead of having him be there and everything I and know yeah like they could have that's just, a great idea actually they could have just had him as a projection and he's like uh, I'll be taking over the space station or whatever his fucking lines even is a to- glitching hologram like yeah. re- well, like that is what you're pretty much saying yeah. but even if you put more glitches in it you really would hide the fact that it's the, totally. the, the whole uncanny valley thing It's on and even like you could have a full-on hologram where he's coming and he's being projected so he can watch the station. He doesn't have to be there in person. Yeah. And it's just a smarter way of... It's a smarter way of bringing someone back. You know, it's giving yeah. you room for error. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's it. You know? You're hiding. You're hiding the yeah. the blemishes. And, you know, I seen that movie with mm-hmm. my mate and he didn't realise that that was a CGI character and I was like, don't you ever talk to me again, you how, weirdo. How, how could you not notice? This same guy watched Justice League yeah. and didn't realise the floating lip on Henry Cavill and I was like are you fucking serious but, yeah, yeah. so way, obviously he might have that condition where people just can't recognise you know when you can't recognise someone's face it's just a blur that's definitely it that surely yeah. has to be what it is uh, um, everyone should if you're not already subscribe to Ryan Reynolds YouTube channel it's hilarious but he makes fun of the Henry Cavill thing in his most recent like thing po- like two years later so good so good um, well it still affects me put it that way I keeps me up I, at night yeah sometimes when I close my eyes I see it mm. scares but the at, shit out of me but at the moment now it's The Shining it's the shining. When yeah. you when you lay your head down to sleep, you do the. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> My favorite scene. Uh, I love. I I love. Uh, I want to start making videos where it's that intercut with just shitty movies or something terrible. Yeah. You know, like Halle Berry's Catwoman. And he's just lying down. Uh, uh, and he wakes it's up screaming. Amazing. It's so good. Anyway, um, yeah, that's kind of, kind of it for this week. I you think know? that's it. Yeah. Uh, hunk of the week. Hunk of the week is. 
The billion dollar baby. Joker. We Joker. hope it's a billion dollars. Otherwise, that's gonna be. It'll I be a billion so. dollars eventually. And Warner Brothers is gonna be so happy. Yeah, and Skunk, we're gonna give to Midway. Midway for for being exploitative, and just wrong. Just wrong in every way. Yeah. Check out the trailer. Honestly. Yeah. By the way, I looked it up uh, during our quick little break that you wouldn't see because we cut, but uh, 39% Rotten Tomatoes. That's higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, me too. It's higher Batman versus Superman. It's true, and that's not difficult to do. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, all right, thank you very much for listening straight to series, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. thank you. Like uh, and subscribe, please. Yes, please do. Uh, check out our Instagram. That's where most of our social media stuff happens. And you should check out The Shining episode as well. Check out The Shining episode. You know what? I've heard from some of my friends who've listened to it, and it got them so hyped for Doctor Sleep really it really did and I, I'm good. so glad and got me hyped as well both of us were a bit like we need to see this movie I now. need to see it yeah and I, having read the books and everything I was already pretty hyped but I didn't realise how once you got in depth to the movie and everything that it was just it was just so exciting you and know? you can put your minds at ease it does not diminish the legacy that Stanley no. Kubrick left no, behind no it doesn't it's a, it's a worthy sequel yeah worthy sequel so uh, yeah goodbye everyone and we will see you next time see you next time